Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Alex, the rumored number, five years, over a billion dollars for SmackDown, which may be moving to Friday nights. Your first impressions on the number and the number alone. I mean, I, I, my, my first impression was that there is zero incentive for them to do better because what they have been doing, in my opinion, has not been great. Not, not, not the standard hasn't been great. And yet their stock price is through the roof and they just got Highest ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Through the roof. All the way to the highest ever, um, and um, now there they've gotten a reported one billion dollars over five years uh, for what has always been in the past their B show. Um, so what this show, what this proves to Vince is that ah, this is what I've been doing is working, uh, and. I I guess it has in the eyes of the people who make these decisions. But in the eyes of a lot of other people, it's like, no, no, it hasn't. It's been bad. Like, I I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say bad, but I know a lot of people who are like, this has been bad. And it's just not, it hasn't been great. And I've always wanted, I always want the product to improve. And now I look at this and I go, there's, what what incentive is there to do that? You know, it's, there's no incentive. So they got what I was mediocre product. I, I approached this on Twitter and some people got mad online over this going as far as to call me a, an apologist troll. I, I, ref, I will not assume the quality of a program 16 months from now. It might be, we might see the new coming of the SmackDown six for all I know within right. 16 months. I don't know how it's going to work out. It might be terrible. It might be great. We have never taken the temperature of what Fox wants in a wrestling program. 
we don't know what kind of quality of a program they're going to want. A lot of people say, oh, does this mean taped? I have a hard time believing that Fox is going to pay a billion dollars for a tape show. That, I would say, with 90% certainty isn't going to happen. Now, Fox may step in and say, we want pay-per-view quality shit because we're paying you pay-per-view quality money. We're seeing a very similar situation, Alex, where ESPN Plus, their streaming service, is paying UFC more for events than what they would make on many pay-per-views. Same as being said for for SmackDown. If SmackDown is getting five years, one billion, imagine what Raw is going to get. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it like SmackDown on on network? Back on, I mean, network UPN network, but like back on network TV um, on Fridays. That's the whole thing. Is that the, the what you have to understand is there's all these questions. Like, does this, how does this change the schedule? Like, cause you had these guys who would like do t- tape TV on Monday and Tuesday, but now you have, uh, now the brands are split. So you had half the roster doing TVs on Monday. I, I don't and- think it changes much. It Monday, the, the raw schedule will say the same and SmackDown they'll go probably Thursday to uh, Sunday. Right. But, but it, but my only thing is how it changes uh, around pay-per-view times, especially the large ones, you know, like where we have the whole weekend is built around it. Um, and part of the weekend now is a SmackDown live episode, mm-hmm. which is which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just totally different. And we don't know how that's going to rock now. Uh, your, your idea that I think you put on Twitter was do the do the Hall of Fame on Thursday, WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, yeah and, and please edit it down to about 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, there's no reason. No reason <laughs> that is a so, shit show. Yeah. Um, but a lot of things are going to be different, and people were like, "Oh well, now you got now you got to re put the rosters back together because no. there's no way SmackDown is going to want to like not going to have the best guys on it. Like that's what they're going to want. They're going oh to- yeah, yeah, it'll definitely they definitely don't care about that because Raw is going to get even more money. Right. Raw is going to if SmackDown got one billion, yeah. Raw might get one point five billion. Yeah. Like they they're. They're going to make such an insane amount of money. Now, Fox may step up and say, we want this type of quality on our show. And NBC Universal may say the same thing. It was funny. I saw somebody who I thought had kind of sarcastically made their Twitter handle name, NBCU can't afford SmackDown Live. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. They couldn't afford to keep both. And this has been a long time coming. And a lot of people are like, oh, these networks are so stupid. Uh, No, this is the amount WWE should have been paid. A long time ago, right. but there was that stupid notion that wrestling fans were poor and didn't spend money on anything. And soccer, which got like a fraction of the viewership of a WWE, was getting better rights fees per viewer than WWE was. And finally, uh, you know, and I speculated this weeks ago on Listen Your Boy, WWE said, enough with that shit. We're in the top five every single week. Pay us like it. And they did. Yeah. you, you, you I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you, you, you wonder about the the what is what is known as the typical wrestling fan and the amount of disposable income that the that these people have uh, as opposed to fans of other things um, and how you know if you read enough about the economy and what people what people are, are doing like like how many people have to spend on this kind of stuff so I understand that point of view but all in all like this is a, we don't have no idea 
what's gonna, what it's going to be like by October of, of 2019. And we have even less of an idea about what the world is going to look like by five years after that. You know what I mean? So this, this whole thing is completely up in the air. And you're right. Um, uh, Fox could say, we want this to look like this. And we, and NBC Universal, if they outbid for Raw, we want it to look like this. And, you know, the, but WWE is like, great. Um, uh, we have all this money. Um, and people are like, oh, now I want Pyro back because, because you have all this money. You can pay for Pyro now. Like, I just want you to give your people who work for you benefits. Like, wouldn't that be nice for the, your employees? To- well, there's there's a reason a lot of people don't want to become employees as opposed to independent contractors for tax reasons. And for some for some of those guys, it might be better for them to pay for their own medical as opposed to some of the taxes that they would they would incur otherwise. Well, even I mean, if, if not if not benefits, how about a giant raise? Oh yeah, that I tweeted that today too. If you were a WWE superstar and your contract's coming up, you got to say, "Hey, let's let's talk some numbers." And a lot of people were like, "Oh, well they can afford to replace them." Well, that's not the point. Yeah. The point is you ask for more money because the company is making way more money. Yeah. If I found out that fightful.com was just like had signed some giant deal, I'd yeah. be like, "Hey Jimmy, how about kicking me a couple more quarters or something like that. He'd bust my balls about it. But, I mean, we'd have the talk. Right now, WWE, I mean, they stand to make like 10 times as much, more than 10 times as much off the SmackDown deal as they were, as they do on the network, probably. Like, it's it's unbelievable. It's just, it's so weird to think. And I had somebody in my mentions today saying, well, Pass has indicated that they don't care about this. Look at how they did on the TNN deal. And look how they did in all the UK deals. There is no comparison. No. There has never, ever, ever, ever been a deal like this for WWE. Yeah. Never. I don't give a shit about the UK deal. It's not like this. They don't cater to the UK audience. I don't care about the TNN deal. I don't care that Vince McMahon happened to have been starting an XFL back then and is now too. It's not the same mm-hmm. right now. WWE made $180 million off of their NBCU deal for Raw and SmackDown last year. They're going to make $200 million a year off SmackDown alone. Yeah, it's nuts. It's, it's not the same. I feel like Vanilla Ice right now. It's that little bitty ting. Only that little bitty ting is $350 million a year extra likely. Yeah, yeah. Um- yeah, I. Uh, it's one of those things where I, I always, I always look at the amount of money that's being thrown around this kind of thing, and I just go, oh, man, money's never a good thing. It just, it isn't because you've got people who are like getting their fingers into things when they shouldn't be, and whatever. It's just an impact I, can't even get catering from pop TV. <laughs> like they do about four hundred thousand on a good week. They can't get. Yeah anything it's nuts imagine if a wcw was around at their lowest point of viewership they would command a lot of money right now yeah it's unreal it's it's there is there is something to be said about all this money going to one company whose whose business practices in different ways have not been so so hot i mean you got they're they're getting all this money from an autocratic regime in Saudi Arabia who's arresting all these women 
um, because they, you know, don't they don't want to step in line. So we're going to arrest all of them. So I probably hold your breath. Don't hold your breath about women uh, showing up at the world's greatest Survivor Series or whatever. Probably not going to fe- feature Sasha Banks wrestling anytime soon. But um, the fact that all this money is being given to this one company is it's it's kind of bad for competition you know like it's there's always going to be other places but there's certainly no way you can compete with a financially no financially but as we as we've seen i made a joke the other day that matt riddle posted a photo of himself and road dog doing the same pose with similar hair and i said man it's a good thing the guy on the right never smoked any weed or else he wouldn't have got hired by wwe right yeah so there are still guys like a matt riddle who Either they won't sign, or a guy like Okada, who they or an Omega, who they can't sign. Uh-huh. They they can't do anything good enough to sign that guy, even right. though they tried and they wanted to. So there will always still be those people. Who knows what the live event situation will look like in two years? Because right now I can't pretend like I have any idea. I'm, I'm asking, but right now they have Raw, SmackDown at any given time, two NXT loops because they have the national and the the Florida one. Mm-hmm. They could have 205 Live. We'll see. But it's likely they're going to start up a, a UK, which is, you know, they're all European bearded white guy brand. Yeah. We'll see how that one goes. I mean, they might have five to six different touring acts, but they wouldn't ha- if they wanted to. Not to say they will or they need to. They wouldn't even have to run a live event if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And if I were them, I'd cut it back a little bit. Yeah. I'd cut off one of those a week. And I mean, that would also maybe justify not raising the pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, it, you, it might. It might. I mean, like, but yeah, you give a guy a day off and he's not, you know, accidentally blowing out his knee in Poughkeepsie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that's that's nice. Like, if, if you guys are going to incur injuries, have him do it where it actually means something and, you know, you're actually getting paid for it. Um, but I don't know. This is like, this is, this is a, when I saw the number, I, I, I couldn't believe it because I knew if that's just SmackDown, like yeah. the total amount of money they they stand to make over the next five years is just astronomical. And, and Hey, you know, Stephanie Triple H, if, <laughs> if, if you wanted to like do a pseudo hostile takeover of the business, all you would have to do to get power of attorney is show a judge footage of that Bobby Lashley sister segment, <laughs> and, and everyone's going to put put Vince in a home because that's that was ridiculous. Man, two hundred million dollars a year. A year. Two hundred million dollars a year. Keep in mind, one hundred eighty million for the whole shebang right, right now. Right. Yeah, it's a weird. So, it's, so, it's gosh, like, I can't even do the math in my head on that right now. But it's a more—it's like well over a doubling of what SmackDown is worth right now. Right, and it's a weird thing where you you see companies all over the world where they want their profit margin all of a sudden goes through the roof, uh, and yet they cut back on their workforce or they, yeah. they cut cut in some other areas, and you wonder if Vince is going to be like, oh, great. Great, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I can make even more money if I cut here and here and here and here and here, you know. But that's all speculation, of course. Um, but it's just a weird thing where I always, 
I always fear the worst as opposed to expect the best. And uh, I'm happy to be proven wrong. Well, sure. I, there were a lot of people that were like, ah, oh, yeah, there's no way. There's a precedent. I'm like, no, there is no precedent. No network has ever given WWE so much goddamn money that you would really need to sit back and think, what will they want from a wrestling program on their network? And based on my very, very, very early calculations, I think SmackDown gets about $72 million a year based on what they do on USA. $200 million. That's over two and a half time increase. Oh my it's God. unreal. Now, that's another thing to mention. Like Fox may have a distinct vision yeah. for this show and say, hey, guys, mm-hmm. I, they may have assembled a team and said, learn everything you can find out about pro wrestling. Right. We want to go into this with some knowledge. And they may, I don't know if they will have any input or not, but. You know, I think we're in a very unique position right now. A lot of people are like, oh, the fans always cry, but they don't get what they want. If I were WWE, I would I would absolutely. Why what's the the what's the reason to not give fans what they want as often as possible now? Right. I mean, you're already getting the money is what you're saying. Um, so why not build the goodwill? Right. You should. You Along should. with that. You should. You should. I I don't recall anything in their recent past that that allows me to believe that that's the way they're going to go from here. But hey, if they do, wonderful. My favorite part of this whole thing. Me, I mean, it history does tend to repeat itself, especially with this guy Vince McMahon. But yeah. like I said, this is such an unprecedented situation. Sure. I yeah. can't apply recent history or history at all to this situation because yeah. I've never seen anything like this out of WWE. That's true. Um, I want to mention somebody was saying about how you're going to the the um, you're going to have all these mainstream Fox stuff promoting the WWE, and man, I can't wait to see Joe Buck and Troy Aikman grit their teeth <laughs> through a promo for uh, this this Friday on WWE SmackDown. Uh, we have just it's just going to be so great because they're going to hate it. What do you think of Bobby Lashley's sisters, Troy? <laughs> Can't wait for that one. Oh, man. And even Troy's like that was a shit show, Joe. Oh man, uh, that 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 will be very very funny. So that's that's what's going on Twitter. Keep in mind, UFC, I think considered. Uh, UFC or Fox's offer two hundred million dollars a lowball offer last year. So apparently, Fox just said, "You know what? We'll give it to somebody else," and did. And that's where we are. It was reported on Monday that Fox and WWE had reached a deal, five years over one billion dollars for the rights to SmackDown Live. With it rumored to air on Fridays, holy crap. This is quite a jump because as of at least last year, WWE made $180 million for the whole shebang on USA. Raw, SmackDown, and Tribute to the Troops. That divided up is in the $70 million area for a SmackDown Live on Tuesday. This is about a two and a half or gosh, more than that, almost almost tripling your your rights fees for SmackDown. 
Now, this puts wrestling in a unique area. I've had a lot of people saying, oh, this means this. This means that. I don't know what it means for anything because this has never happened. And if they got that much for SmackDown, I can't imagine how much they're going to get for Raw. What were your initial thoughts on this this deal? Rob and I talked about this because we were actually doing two episodes this week. Uh, We talked about this yesterday and last week. And my initial thought was this is the equivalent in real estate of a short sale when they came out with the press release saying that SmackDown live is out there, it's open for the bidding. Oh, and we have some interested parties. Oh, it could land over on ESPN. It could land over on Fox. That was meant to get the bidding out there. Yeah. To me. And someone bit and overpaid thinking that this might be the chance for it. Um, I, I think it's a rather low bar to put it on Friday night. I think it fits Fox's schedule because now, you know, potentially they could have live sports Thursday through Sunday mm-hmm. on there or stuff. But if you consider wrestling a sport or sport like substance, I mean, between the Thursday night football, the Friday night, uh, you know, wrestling Saturday, UFC and Sunday football. Again, that that's a heck of a weekend for a 18 to 35 uh, male demographic right there. More socially accepted in that manner, I think, than ever before. I think it's more embraced by the mainstream and by by sports figures than probably ever before. Oh, and but Joe Buck's gonna gonna be kind of snarky on, on the. Oh, promise. I'm sure. I, I, <laughs> um, but also being on Friday night is, is an interesting call because for your generation, the only time Friday night was ever popular was the eight was the Friday. TGIF on ABC lineup that got ratings. And for my generation, the one time that Friday night was must-see appointment television was when Miami Vice was still on. All they need is a solid number here. So the so the narratives about man, they're going to really have to stack it up with a lot of talent, you know, to really impress the Fox people. No, Fox Fox bought the product as is. They want the solid numbers on Friday night and consistency. And if they get the growth, if they get a new boom period like the Attitude Area, it's all gravy after that, in my opinion. I think that's the notion here. Um, and I think the other narrative about, well, now creative's going to be on hold until until this new contract gets into uh, effect. It's not like it's not like overall the overall creative vision has been clicking. And there's been a lot of narr- great subtext and deep story writing going on here, guys. You've been getting product, and that's all Fox wanted, and they overpaid for it, and WWE got their money. There are a lot of discussions over WWE won't be motivated to pre- create compelling content. Well, we don't know that. Like, like I've had people that were upset at me for refusing to insinuate the quality of a wrestling program 16 months from now. I have no idea. Fox they could rebrand made, this. They could totally redo this entire thing yeah, just for Fox. They they could do a whole lot of different things. And it's a, it's a point that I'm going to echo throughout the week. I'm going to compile all these and put them in a video on Fightful, all the reactions to this that we have. But UFC is going to get paid more off of their ESPN Plus streaming deal per show than they do off of a lot of low-level pay-per-views. WWE is going to make more money 
per episode of SmackDown than they will on a lot of different types of medium that they that they would have had uh, as options. I good God, man! It they have a couple years ago they were a pay per view company or not a couple about ten years ago. Uh, 10 years before that, they really, really relied on TV ratings. 10 years before that, it was so much live event and merchandising and all that. It's really, really tough to tell where the dominoes are going to fall. Fox may step in and say, you better give us some good shit if we're paying this type of money. And you better give us some compelling shit. Like like I mentioned to Alex, they may have hired a team to go out and do the research and say, is this worth it? Is it going to be good programming? What's it going to be? I'm not in on those meetings. It's hard for me to tell, and I will not assume the quality of a program uh, or even the method because they're going to make way more off of Fox than they are the network. And that's even before USA Network. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. They, they and, you know, there, there's the question of, talent raises is there going to be a talent raise will they do less days on the road they could and really not lose out on much of anything there are so many are dollars gonna, are, that are, are going to fall they, here yeah are they going to tape on tuesday or are they going to be live on friday oh, i that's don't think i don't think there's happen. i think there's maybe a five to ten percent chance they tape on tuesdays by the way i have an answer to your question hmm? apparently the last time jeff hardy in a singles match lost by submission no way out, two thousand three. Yeah, just tweet Chris that. Jericho. Jeez. Just tweeted that fifteen years ago. Wow, unbelievable. So, yeah, there's a lot of talk of. I'm God, not I reading your that. tweets. I'm paying attention to you. I hate to to re or well, you looked that up, so there you go. But <laughs> there's a lot of talk of will SmackDown be the A show? Will it be the A show? No, no, never will. Raw will always be the Tiffany brand because it's what brought him to the dance. Yep. Well, I mean, eventually Nitro was the A show instead of Saturday night. Yeah. So and the, yeah, but but Raw, you know, when 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 the Attitude Era hit, the spark, there's still this air of nostalgia within the company. So Raw will all they will dress up SmackDown and tell you it's an equal show. Yes. But it's not. Also, network TV does not mean what it used to mean. It definitely Correct. does not mean what it meant 20 years ago. 20 years ago on Fox would have meant a lot more than today now. on Fox means because it's it's just not the same. No, now you can have a small show with a loyal following that gets a solid rating and it's the hit. 20 years ago, you needed that. Uh, you know, it's, it's like in, in sitcoms, the water cooler show. It had to be watched by almost everybody, and, and that was considered a hit. So the bar is kind of different now as to what is a hit and what is in television. I mean, The Walking Dead has seen their viewership like in half. Well, look at look at what happened with, with the now-departed Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, its highest rating for the season in terms of a season rating, 97. And it got picked up by another network because of the loyal fan base and the, and hopeful and also probably because of the star and the producer, you know, and, and being in yes, NBC's good graces does not hurt, but is not what anybody would call a popular show. Yeah. Lauren Michaels being able to show. call up Andy Samberg and say, can yes. you write a song for us in two days? And him being like, yeah. And eh, Michael, and Michael Schur being behind Parks and Rec probably didn't hurt either. 
Man, there's just I'm really excited about this time in wrestling. And I've I had mentioned this on the breaking news podcast I did yesterday. It's not such a bright time in MMA, especially for media. Like it's not a hot period of MMA. Now their UFC is about to get paid a lot of money. And the funny thing is, UFC turned down Fox's 200 million per year as a lowball offer. WWE for a long time battled that stigma of poor people watch wrestling. Wrestling fans don't pay for shit. And it really looks like they were like, you know what? Kick rocks with that. We're getting paid. And they did. Let me let me ask you this, because it's it's something that I argue with 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 certain people in the wrestling commentariat. Uh, Bruce Mitchell being first and foremost, Bruce Mitchell of the uh, torch. Mm-hmm. He is convinced that WWE is eventually going to sell. I mean, I could, it could happen. Um, I, I never, I've just never seen it, man. I just it's think what, it's, it's their legacy. It's the yeah. family heirloom to be passed down. And I also think, man, if somebody like a Disney came in and bought WWE, it would be scrapped in two years. Yeah. And here's the thing. Why? Yeah. If, because if of content, no member, content, it, because it's a content provider, and so yeah, then, but I mean, but I mean, why sell if anybody with a Mick in their name didn't want to work another day in their life and pass it off to somebody else and not sell? They wouldn't have to do anything. Right. Right. My God, I mean, one of the articles I wanted to look at this week was just how much money Vince left on the table for taking out the money for Alpha. He left a lifetime of money on the table from the time that he took out money. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand. And even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply for alpha to now i mean yeah we're stock. talking like 50 to 60 million right yeah it's another, some unbelievable amount uh right maybe now, it might right be, it might have been class well hold on it might have been class b stock it might not have been the cla- the, the public stock it might have been the privately held stock so sure, sure. vince linda shane stephanie triple h all their kids marissa mazzola kevin dunn michelle wilson and george barrios could hire replacements tomorrow, not sell the company, and never work a day in their life, and then their grandkids would never have to worry about money. Mm. Shane's kids' grandkids don't have to worry about money right now. 
That's that's where we're at. That's that's why I just don't. I'm not convinced they'll sell. Maybe they will, but that'll be a thing where the day of it happens, and I'll be like, I'm still surprised it went down. Mm. I'm still surprised it went down. I put that in the same boat as Impact Wrestling's gonna die. I'll believe it the day that it actually happens. Well, this could actually help Impact because if oh, wrestling yeah. is considered a hot product, then then another TV network with a little bit more. Uh, market share than pop may take a flyer on on this now yeah and they might actually get a dollar for it too mm-hmm. yeah impact should be really happy right now hey you think we still see cpap commercials and knee brace commercials on ring of honor <laughs> yes are you in pain kick out mother of god that's where we are hey do you think we see ring of honor on wgn next year um, I think WGN got burned by the WWE that that one time when the main event was was only then. I don't Come think on, they, they were the home of WWF blast off. I don't I don't think they get back in the wrestling business. I think I think they now well, have I mean, their WGN own. would be owned by Sinclair, so they wouldn't really have much of a say. That's true. One billion dollars. The mind boggles. See, CM Punk was wrong. He He's was. a millionaire who was who who is a billionaire now. Uh, I guess we'll get into the rights fee, Sean. Now, the the last week, I have been spending a lot of my time moving and stuff, and I haven't been as plugged in as I normally would be. But uh, this rice field stuff is insane. The Sony- domino fall uh, fell last night. I about one in the morning, actually. Are you talking about the UFC deal? Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've got I've got it all. So uh, I want to talk about it. So. Last week on this podcast, we talked about the ESPN Plus deal for UFC uh, and about how that was going to bode well for WWE because that had nothing to do with UFC's regular rights. It was just rights for a streaming service for, what is it, 15 shows a year, Sean? Yes. Okay. Uh, and it was like $150 million a year, and we were talking about how this is going to bode real well for WWE on their next rights fees contract. Since that news, it was reported that UFC has now signed their, their rights with ESPN for their regular television rights for another $150 million. So they're going to be getting a total of $300 million a year between the two. Uh, what were they getting on their, on their Fox deal? Was it 150 I'd have to look, but I know that they rejected a Fox deal for $200 million considering uh, – Saying that that was a lowball offer, right? Okay, I think they were getting around 150, so so they're going to be getting 300. I know that the new owners of uh, UFC they had claimed that they wanted closer to 400, but I think in reality 300 is probably. I think they're happy with that. I think mm-hmm. here's where things are insane, Sean. Uh, in terms of WWE, on May 16th, a guy by the name of Matthew Baloney from the Hollywood Reporter posted on Twitter. I hope I'm saying his name right, Baloney. <laughs> Bellany. Here's Bellany. <laughs> I heard Nigel snickering, so maybe it's Bellany, but uh, it's B E L L O N I, Nigel. I, so, I don't know. I just baloney. I'm a child, so I just. I know laugh. you are. I know you are. And Sean is stone faced through the whole thing. That's amazing. So I'm, anyway, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of amazed that this crafty way a sponsor made our way made its way to the chat. What just happened? A, a a website called OMG.com, which sells like cultured i don't know what the hell they sell popped into our super chat and if you plug something in our chat it's going to get deleted but they did a super chat where they donated two dollars to say keep up the good work and post their link are you so it's it's a bot (laughs) it's probably a bot probably a bot i bet you the two dollars is going to be charged back as fraud (laughs) we'll take the two dollars and 
you all can go check out their shitty egg gurry. We'll take it until it's charged back by uh, by YouTube. But anyway, so let's just call him Matthew from the Hollywood Reporter. He posted on May 16th that NBC Universal was planning to keep Raw, but they were expecting that the deal was going to be so big, and uh, they were expecting three times the current value. And for that reason, they were going to let SmackDown go. That was on the 16th. Five days later, on May 21st, the Hollywood Reporter reported that WWE and Fox are close to finalizing a five-year deal worth $205 million a year, so a total of a little over a billion dollars over five years that would see the show move to Friday night starting in October of next year. Now, speculation is that Raw might earn the company $400 million a year by itself with NBC Universal. You add in the $200 million plus with uh, Fox, and they're looking at a total package size of $600 million a year, twice the UFC's rights fees contract, Sean, starting in, starting in October of next year. This is lunacy. Lunacy. And I was talking to Sean earlier on Skype. Two years ago, who could have ever seen this coming? Two years ago, the UFC in popularity was far ahead of WWE, not only in terms of, say, pay-per-view revenue and stuff like that, but advertiser popularity, advertiser perception, network popularity perception. They were far ahead of WWE uh, in, in those respects. Now, here we are two years later. We know UFC has struggled. They haven't been able to make new stars. Their pay-per-view buy rates are dropping off if they don't have Conor McGregor on the card or, I guess, Daniel Cormier to a, to a lesser degree. Did yeah. you ever think that two years after there was such a shift in popularity, WWE would be getting double the rights fees that UFC is going to get? To me, it's insane. What do you think? It is insane. Uh, UFC will retain their pay-per-view and their fight pass stuff, but... Uh, yeah, but WWE has the network. ES, ESPN, yes, exactly. ESPN will also uh, probably pay them more than they would make on a lot of low-level pay-per-views. Yes, yes. UFC's deal with Fox was roughly $100 million per year. This is something that we've talked about before, about the perception of wrestling fans, yep. their their quality of life and what they will and won't pay for. And yeah. it looks like WWE put their foot down and said, we have not been getting what we bring in as as it pertains to advertisers and eyeballs, and that's going to change. So, I, hey, good for them for doing that because, honestly, they probably should have had a bigger rights deal long ago. But there was always that perception, <clears throat> and we talked about it, about how like NASCAR or soccer or even – you know, other other sports that don't do the numbers wrestling does get higher ad rates per person yeah. because the the perception that wrestling fans are poor and won't spend money on anything but wrestling. Yep. Something that David Bixenspan has brought up is the quality of ads that you see on a Raw have really, really increased since the sa- Saturday night's main event days. A lot of it has to do with when they decided to go PG. And, yeah. and, and they decided to go PG for that reason. And, and, and since then, we've seen them sign deals with, like, Mars and, and stuff like that, and that's the reason that they did it. When you consider that last year, WWE made $180 million all in off NBC Everything. And what Now, we're just talking domestically. We're not talking UK and India and all that. But domestically, they did $180 million. They're going to do potentially $600 million uh, on their next contract. It's lunacy. And, and you know something else that, that I, I can't help but think of? And there's a lot of layers to this, and we're going to go over all of them. When before they did their last contract, this man did that shareholder meeting. You remember this? And this man promised his shareholders, we're going to double our rights. And if we don't double our rights, because he was talking to a specific shareholder, if we don't double our rights, you can punch me in the stomach. Do you remember that? Yeah. So then they negotiate the new deal. They did not double their rights. 
And one of the reasons that they didn't double their rights is because on that last contract, NBC Universal was not making that back in advertising money. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's when that's when we started looking at, OK, there are other reasons why they pay that money aside from what they get back in advertising. They pay that money because it's DVR proof uh, and a lot of other programming is not. They pay that money push up their averages. Yeah, there's a lot that's of right. things. USA wanted it because USA's slogan forever was we're the number one network on cable. And you take raw out of the equation, and I, I, I remember one time, uh, I think Dave Melcher did the math. You take them out, and they were like number eight or something. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted raw for that reason. They also wanted raw as a lead-in so they could promote their own in-house shows and, and put them on so after got me raw. got burn notice back in the day. Right, exactly. So there's a lot That's of other reasons. Fighter. There's a lot of other reasons why they're paying this kind of money. On top of that, if you look at ESPN as an example, these networks make a lot of money from the cable providers. And, and a lot of people don't realize this. They're not providing their content on, say, Time Warner Cable for free. Time Warner Cable is paying them a rate in order to have the right to their content. Uh, and I know in the case of ESPN, when they did a bunch of layoffs in the last year that, that had casualties like Jonathan Coachman, the reason they did it is because of cable churn and because people were dropping ESPN as a, cable, uh, as a, cable, as a channel on cable and they weren't getting as much revenue from that and that led to them having to cut a bunch of uh, staff from their network. This is another thing. If live content is essentially DVR proof, that means that, that USA is still going to be an in-demand channel. Fox is still going to be an in-demand network. Uh, and, that's, and that's the reason why when people look at this and say, why the hell are they paying $600 million, which I still think is an overpay. Um, but this is why they're doing it because they project that as time goes on, live content is going to become more and more valuable. They want to lock it down while they can. Uh, I just think it's an, an incredible amount of money. I actually was looking up Fox programming because the word is that uh, SmackDown is going to move to Friday nights when this deal kicks in, October of next year. I know, Sean, that you were talking with some guys, Jeff, on Smack, post-SmackDown and stuff about is it going to be live or taped. I think there's no question it's going to be live. There's, oh, no, there's no question. That's the reason why they're doing this. They're doing it yes. because they want live content. It's going to be live. And I know people are going to say, oh, what about lo- the logistics with the production trucks? You're getting $200 million a year. Exactly. They're going to make it work. You know what, what I mean? What about the logistics of having 50 men in a Royal Rumble match? Uh, exactly. Exactly. Work. Exactly. That's... They're going to make it work. Now, let me throw this at you, Sean. Last Friday on Fox, because I, I, I looked this up, Fox aired from 8 to 10 p.m., which will probably be SmackDown's time slot. MasterChef Jr. I know Nigel's a big fan because he's nodding and smiling. MasterChef Jr., they aired from 8 to 10. They did 3.27 million viewers, and they did a 0.8 rating in the adult 1849 demo. And that's the demo that's important to advertisers, is the adult 1849 demo. SmackDown last week did 2.3 million viewers on USA Network and a 0.7 rating and adults 18 to 49. My question is, what is Fox hoping for or expecting out of SmackDown? Because in theory, MasterChef Junior and SmackDown are pretty comparable in terms of what advertisers care about. There's no fucking way MasterChef Junior is getting 200 million a year. Well, they, they definitely expected to do better than MasterChef the third, or else they would lose <laughs> that shit. 76,000 commercials over five years, roughly, is what, what we're going to see. So they're going to have to make up some money there. They're going to try to do a lot of cross promotion, NFL. Right, uh, right. Uh, you know, there's a lot of that stuff. Mike, man, there's just so many aspects. And you know, WWE's always had this fetish for being on network TV, and they've never really been on weekly network TV until now. And the thing you is, mean CW wasn't a real network, Sean? Yeah, or or UPN. Oh yeah, what UPN. did that even stand for? United 
I don't know. Exactly. Something network. Programming network? I don't know. And now being on network TV means probably less than ever. Yeah, but Fox is still one of the big four. They they are. It, but yeah. if this were if they were on SmackDown on Fox Weekly on Thursdays 20 years ago, boy, it would have meant a lot more. Now, it would have meant a lot more money, but it would have meant a lot more. I agree. Um, yeah. I'm very interested to see how this play. I mean, because cord cutters will have the option to watch SmackDown now. Uh, yep. If you have an antenna, you log on to like Fox Live or whatever.com. There's yep. usually a stream. Something the apps, everything. Yep. yep. Yeah. They, so that will open that up. And you, there's a lot of questions about the A show. There's a lot of people. I had some people upset that I wouldn't assume the quality of SmackDown 16 months from now because I don't know what Fox is going to say about the quality of this show. They may have went into this and they said, you give us top-notch level shit. And now let's, let's talk about that. So I actually, yeah. on my list this week, Sean, I actually wrote, will the product go to shit as one of, <laughs> as, as, as one of my headlines because I yeah. knew people were going to be concerned about that. So I understand that some wrestling fans are concerned that when you're getting so much guaranteed money, so much guaranteed money, that this man's motivation is going to become even less than what it is now, and that we're going to see a lot more Bobby Lashley sister segments. Which, what did you call it? Uh, the night that wrestling died for? Yes. What were the uh, first the three? Rest- Lesnar versus Goldberg one, or actually two. Um, that was that was the Survivor Series match. I didn't mind that match. What was wrong with well, that? Well, in retro in retrospect, it's all right. Okay. The, the quick win. Yeah. Then there was Jinder Mahal winning the title. Yes. And then there's this most recent backlash. Okay, I'm, okay, fair. Okay, good. Basically, it is is it a is a compilation of Alex Pawlowski's overreactions. I got it. I got it. Now I haven't seen the Rob Post show. Did he wear a mask again? Yes, he did. He did. Okay, because that was really bad. That was yeah. Bad. It was it was terrible. Yeah, it was really bad. So anyway, I understand that people are concerned from a fan perspective, from a creativity perspective, that the show is going to get even worse. But the first thing that I thought of when I saw this deal on this kind of money, do you remember? when they were doing all the stuff with Muhammad Hassan and the network stepped in and more or less forced Vince McMahon to write off the character because they oh, were yeah yeah right? they had terrorists on their program and they were having them portrayed terrorists yes they had him wearing masks they had him doing the 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 knife throw sign that's one the... for Nigel to look into oh and for, for Drake 10 Nigel will the, love the day it. of the London bombings they had masked men with piano wires yes. come out and help a perceived Muslim guy that had been complaining about the 9-11 attacks choke out a dude and kidnap him. Even though he was really Italian. Serious? Yeah, the guy's really Italian, but they pretended he was Muslim. Oh, God. But anyway, uh, when I think of that and when I think of the fact that the network had the authority to tell this man essentially to write off a character, I also remember in the past, you remember Bonnie Hammer? Of course. So anybody not familiar, Bonnie Hammer was the head of NBC Universal for a while. I don't know if she still is. Maybe she was the head of USA Network. Yeah, in, uh, USA. Instrumental okay. in a lot of success in WWE. Yeah, so Bonnie Hammer and Miss Man were tight for, for years and years, and she had say. And she could tell Miss Man, I don't like this, change this. I don't like that, change that. You think that if Fox is paying $200 million a year and uh, USA, uh, NBC Universal is paying $400 million a year, that they're not going to want to have some kind of say in the programming? So, exactly. And personally, I look at this and who, you know, WWE loves the troll culture and the psych, we got you type of thing sometimes. Like we see that all the time. If I'm WWE right now, I don't go that way. They're afraid of heat, as Jeff has mentioned. They're really afraid of real heat. I mean, public heat. Or else we, like, no, like, I mean, heat on their program. Oh, like I, they're oh. afraid. 
they're afraid of like maybe some politically incorrect heat. Probably the most edgy thing they've done is the Alexa Bliss Nia Jax thing in recent memory. I would go the complete other way, and a lot of people say, oh, you can't always give the fans what you want. Well, yeah, there was a four-year Hulk Hogan run that did them pretty well. And if you're just like, what's their motivation? Well, their motivation is to get more people interested in the product, get more people to say, I like what I'm watching. I'm having fun watching this. I'm satisfied watching this. And now to get asses in the seats, because why not? If you're already making this money off rights fees, let's go ahead and get some network subscriptions. Let's go ahead and get some more asses in the seats. Let's not just worry about, well, this one guy wants this one thing. Let's creatively satisfy the audience and grow your business even more. That, that's what I would hope they would do as, respon- as a responsible business. So my expectation is that's not going to happen short term. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think short term, I, I personally think Vince Man has not been motivated in several years. And I think that things are going to just get worse short term because now he's going to have so much money. You only need so much money, Sean. You get, oh, yeah, you, I know. You get to the point with what the hell are you even going to do Actually, anymore? Actually, I, I don't know, and I can't relate. But if you <laughs> change that for me, that's always an option. Let's keep talking about this. So, uh, <laughs> so but but it, I, I think short-term Vista Man is going to – I think we're going to continue seeing segments like the Lashley Sister segment short-term. I think we're going to keep seeing angles that are forgotten. We're going to keep seeing them not listening to the fans. Everything creatively that people complain about short-term, I think we're going to keep seeing it. But I think that once those contracts go into effect, if the ratings aren't there, if the 18-49 to 49 rating isn't there, uh, they're definitely going to hear about it, and that will motivate them to change things up. And so I'm not too concerned long-term about creative. I am short-term. Long-term, I think they're going to get it together. One other thing I want to talk about here, because uh, this has come up a few times. I've been reading some I, stuff on social media. I just want to sneak this in before we get there. Uh, yeah. Apparently, 30 fights or 30 cards on the UFC on ESPN deal and 12 UFC pay-per-view prelim fights, which also indicates that UFC will be doing 12 pay-per-views annually now as opposed to 13. Also, uh, the um, Contender Series on ESPN+, Plus, no mention at all of The Ultimate Fighter, it's about goddamn time. Yeah, it's running scores. It's running yes. scores. I want to talk about talent raises because yeah, I've I've, about it. I've seen people on social media saying, "What about the talent? What about the talent?" Now, the first thing I want to say is, I really hope that WWE has learned uh, from the UFC. And I know this man is living in a bubble and he doesn't follow anything and he doesn't have a clue <laughs> what's going. It's the truth. It is the truth. But I think Triple H has his finger on the pulse. They, they think- once joked that. Vince didn't remember that Luke Gallows was Festus and that Luke Gallows backstage was like, please do not tell him. I heard that that's the truth, that he really it forgot. Is. He really it forgot. Is. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a little bit of a joke, but it yeah. is true. It is true. Yeah. yeah. I think he's in a bubble. I think half the celebrities that they book, he doesn't even know who the hell they are. Now, half of them and they he, book, he, I don't know who they are. Well, that's fair. That's fair. But uh, let's talk about the talent. So going back to the UFC, in case anybody's listening to this that they're wrestling fans and they don't follow the UFC, the UFC sold to WME, which is a talent agency, for $4 billion. Before they sold for $4 billion, they introduced a Reebok sponsorship contract. And what that essentially did was took money out of the fighters' pockets and put it into the UFC's pockets. That's essentially what happened. And barely any. Barely any, into the fighters' pockets. Then when they, got the, the, when they were acquired for $4 billion... They basically did nothing for the talent. They didn't really change anything in terms of pay structure. The guys are still making what they were always making. They brought them to Vegas for a week. Right, that's right. Where Angela Magana got punched in the fucking face by Cyborg. Right, Wow, what a perk. (laughs) (laughs) 
So it really hit morale, and a lot of fighters came out and said, I had a relationship with Dana White. I don't know these new people, and I don't care kind of thing. Uh, and it really affected morale. And I am going to just believe that because Hunter is involved and because Hunter was a talent, that they're not going to make that same mistake. So I'm going to give you my opinion as to what I would do. Uh, first and foremost, now that the business model has shifted, and 20, 30 years ago, live events was a bread and butter. That's where they made their money. You would watch TV. You would see a, a, talent, a top talent against an enhancement guy. And then they would say, if you want to see that top talent go against this other top talent, you got to come out to the Cops Coliseum on Saturday in yeah. Hamilton, right? That was, that was their business model. It's completely shifted. If I'm Miss McMahon, you want your talent healthy for your TV. Exactly. Who, right? Who gives, priority number one. Priority number one. Who gives a shit if you're, if you're going to get 4,000 people in Albany on, on Friday night? You want them I healthy for your TV. You get what I'm saying, right? So the first thing that I would do is I would cut down on the live schedule. Yeah, they, not, they don't make any giant amount of money off of that, from what I understand. Anyway, I'd have to take a look at the, the numbers, but they do okay. It's 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 still a it's still a they do a, a revenue stream, right? And I'm not but su- I mean, they wouldn't have to run any live events if they didn't want to. No, but I'm not suggesting they do that. Exactly. Because exactly. a lot of the talent, like Daniel Bryan, comes to mind. A lot of the talent likes the live events because they have freedom on the live yes, events. And Chris Jericho even said on his podcast, I wanted to come back and just do live events. Batista and, too. Batista too, because they have freedom and because they still have a passion for what they do. I'm not saying eliminate them. What I'm saying is instead of running Toronto three times a year, maybe you run it twice, right? Exactly. Instead of the guys on the road five days a week, including travel days, maybe they're on the road four days a week. Maybe they're doing TV on Monday, TV on Tuesday for the other teams, uh, pay-per-views on Sunday, maybe one other day kind of thing. Right. On top of that, what's it going to hurt WWE if they cover hotel and car rentals? What's it going to hurt? Exactly. Right. Oh, also a little bit of a little bit of a sneaky exclusive. From what I understand, WWE does not plan on running Christmas and Christmas Eve this year, or at least it's not on their schedule right now. Because, I mean, that was a big uproar backstage last year. They were not happy. Yeah, well, that's a minor that. thing, Sean. And, and again, back in the back in the 80s, 70s, Christmas was was one of the big holidays it ain't, it ain't then anymore though no you're it's right that. They're, they're, and they are you're a right. tv company and yeah. they have the week off leading up to that they are going to run the december 26th show though those are big live events at msg them. right I, yeah. yeah msg and i think chicago they're doing that annually now okay. they're splitting it up and they're doing all state and msg okay so what i would do again if it was me i would cut down on the live event schedule Maybe, maybe three shows a week instead of four. That's number one. Even two a week some weeks. That's number one. Number two, I would pay for their hotel and rental car. And I know, again, talking to guys or reading books like Dan O'Brien's book where he talked about how developmental – I don't know if they still do now, but they used to have hotel and rental cars paid for if you're yes. on a developmental contract. And Dan O'Brien would talk about how he would ride with some of the developmental guys because it was covered, right? Mm-hmm. So I would, I would take care of that. And then the third thing I would do, Sean, and we've talked about this before – is I would implement time off cycles where I would give a guy six weeks off, two months off on some kind of a rotation once or twice a year because, number one, they come back rejuvenated, they come back excited, and they come back hot because the TV audience hasn't seen them in a while. Yeah. So I would absolutely do that. And I think that if they did something as simple as as that stuff, it's not a ton of money coming out of WWE's pocket. And you're going to have a happier talent roster, especially when you consider that that roster is going to be looking at that thinking they're making three times the money and where's, where's my piece? Yeah. Because they're going to be thinking it. Of course they will. Yeah. And a, a way to not give, not have to raise the pay going forward is, like you said, take care of hotel 
take care of the rental and time uh, off, time off, off helps yep. time off helps so much. I mean, a lot of WWE wrestlers get paid above what I think that most people perceive that they do. Like they, they live very, very well. The top but, guys do. I mean, all of them do pretty, pretty well. They're, they're living pretty well. Uh, but you think Bo Dallas is, uh, is having a good time? Yeah. You think Bo Dallas yeah, is. is having a good time? Yes, that Bo Dallas is doing well for himself. Define yes. well. Oh, let's see. He's a 26-year-old who's been on the main roster for, oh, what, four years doing nothing? Yeah, he's doing pretty well for himself. Okay, Sean, to, I'm going to tell you a story. He's doing well for himself to be there. I'm going to tell you a story, Sean. And this tell is, is going to define my point. And I know you love my stories, and I know our, our listeners love my stories. So, so let me tell you this one. My wife, and this is a lot of people, but my wife is an example. She used to take her car for an oil change, right, to a town like 45 minutes away from our house. Yeah. And it's because she's always done that, right? And one day she was going to do that oil change, and I said to her, there's a Mr. Lube, which is like a Canadian uh, chain. There's a Mr. Lube around the corner. Yeah. Why the hell don't you go to the Mr. Lube instead of going, you know – 30 to 45 minutes out of your way. Well, but they have a deal. I'm going to save 20 bucks. <laughs> and I said to my wife, what is your time worth? You can go yeah. around the corner five minutes, pay an extra $20, or you can waste 30 minutes one way, 30 minutes back, and, and, and save yourself 20 bucks. And that kind of flipped a switch in her mind. And now she understands that your time is of value. Bo Dallas is on the road 250 to 300 days a year, Sean. Who gives a shit if he makes 200 grand a year? Him. He's, ah. Uh, I get that they love it. I get that they love it, okay? But at the end of the day, when he looks at what did I actually take home for the year? I was on the road 200 and some days a year. I paid for my own hotels. I paid for my own rental cars. I paid for my own food. How much did I take home? Probably not as much as you think, right? That's why I think that if the company did something so, to them, little, but big for the talent, like hotels, like rental cars, they could give them a per diem for food. Hell, I did it for our guys that went to Buffalo for UFC, yeah. I, I gave them a per diem, right? If they did something like that, that would go so far with that talent, Sean. So they need to do something. Oh, I'm sure like it would. I'm yeah. sure it would. I mean, some of these wrestlers are doing just better than what I think a lot of people expect that they would be doing. Not to say that they shouldn't be making more. They should be making I'm more. I'm sure Roman they Reigns makes like two and a half a year, but that, you know, he's, he's been in a main event four years in a row. Yeah. I hope it. He should. Yeah, he should. But, yeah, exactly. there's a lot of things that should change and hopefully will change. And. I'm cautiously optimistic about everything moving forward, but there's a lot of talk about the A show right now. We still don't know what Raw is going to get. They're looking at $400 million a year. That's what it looks like. It's Be insane. Nice. It's insane. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, well, no, they won't get that much because that's twice as much as SmackDown. Well, they're three hours. That's a 33% time difference right there that's right they are the a show and it's going to be on monday night they're not moving raw anywhere no they're not no no it's going to happen and it's and again i can't help but think about nbcu's excuse for what they offered them on their last contract about oh we're not making the money back in advertiser uh fees and everything like that now they're going to pay them 400 million dollars a year yeah it's insane sean but you know what good for wwe yeah Yeah, good good for for them to be hopefully good for us too